Hey everybody, Jim Young with Evolved Athletics. Uh, today I want to talk about assessments. Uh, these are really important to establish from the get-go. So if you're new to exercise or you're starting a new program, um, or if you're using or utilizing a coach or personal trainer, it's always imper- um, important to start off with initial assessments. So some of the initial assessments that we start off with Um, are going to be really basic anthropometric measurements. Um, These are going to be, you know, cardiovascular assessments, body composition uh, assessments, um, essential observations, uh, could be um, body positioning. So, you know, are the shoulders uh, hunched? Um, You know, are the shoulders rolled in forward, are the hips not aligned, Um, you know, all these things are going to be really important. Um, But one of the things that I think for clients, I think what seems to be uh, the thing people get hung up on the most is uh, weight and then I think BMI is probably next. Um, So BMI stands for body mass index. Um, The unfortunate thing is, is we have been inundated with the uh, fact that BMI, if you're, you know, classified as overweight or in one of the obesity grades, that, you know, you're automatically unhealthy. You know, (laughs) for having been doing this for so long, I can say without a doubt that BMI by itself is pretty useless. It's it's not a very functional tool. It doesn't really tell us too much. Um, so you know, individually, um, if I had to do, or if I had to take one measurement, BMI would not be it. However, with that being said, if you're getting a BMI, uh, a waist measurement or a waist girth, uh, a neck measurement, and say a skinfold test. You know, then we're talking a little, a little more uh, information. Well, a whole lot, of, a whole lot more information at that point. Um, BMI becomes a little bit more useful because, you know, when we do look at BMI and some of its data, then we know that BMI uh, or high BMIs can give us a pretty high. Or a pretty relevant insight into somebody's risk for developing cardiovascular disease or diabetes or something like that. Um, and we know that if somebody has a high BMI, that the potential of them having much more muscle mass than fat is a likelihood also. And that's where the waist girth or the waist measurement and the skinfold test comes in to rule out that excessive. Uh, fat or muscle. So it gives us a, a much more honed measurement when we have something else to uh, measure it against. So weight's the other thing that we we tend to weight specifically by, by itself. We tend to focus on quite a bit. And I think a lot of this has to do with um, clients looking back at what they weighed in high school or what they weighed at you know, whatever they perceive to be their highlight in life, or again, what whatever the BMI chart tends to tell people, um, which again, doesn't really give us a clear picture. So 
I'm curious from everybody that's that's listening. Um, what what are your thoughts on BMI? Do you find it useful? Um, have you had a skinfold test done before? What what was your experience? Uh, do you use waist measurements and neck measurements? Um, what, what's everybody's thoughts on this? Um, curious to hear back from uh, anybody or everybody that's listening. Um, again, I appreciate uh, everybody tuning in and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thanks. All right, so I want to go back and talk about assessments again because uh, my last post talked, uh, I talked about um, just the really basic anthropometric measurements. I did mention uh, cardiovascular testing, which you know obviously isn't an anthropometric measurement, but it is a, a basic assessment that we do. Um, but I did touch on postural assessment. Um, which I was talking about an observational assessment, you know, talking about rounded shoulders or hunched shoulders. Um, but there's a, another set of assessments that we tend to do. Um, they're muscular, uh, muscular skeletal assessments. Um, postural assessments can fall into this, uh, but typically what we talk about with muscular skeletal assessments are things like uh, muscular strength and endurance, uh, flexibility um, and then the muscle balance so postural assessment will come in there but also muscle tightness tests uh, back fitness tests and functional movement screens this is the other side that's really important to make sure that we capture this data before we start a program uh, because that's really the only way that we're going to be able to determine what kind of progress we're making it's one of the reasons that when we start strength training programs that we want a baseline one rep max or an estimated one rep max. Um, data is probably one of the most uh, undervalued things that I that I see, you know, clients that have left me and have started stuff on their own. Um, they really undervalue the data and I don't know if it's because they um, aren't sure how to utilize it or if they just find it cumbersome to keep track of but you know really that's that's how we as coaches and personal trainers develop programs is by having those uh, essential assessments before we start uh, programming I mean that's that's really what we need to, to program somebody's uh, you know training uh, efficiently and effectively you know without that data then you know you're kind of throwing darts in the dark uh, you might hit a bullseye but the likelihood of that is uh, not very high so um, you know some of those muscular strength and endurance tests that we do um, could be done with free weights and other exercises uh, with weights but typically what we end up using are like calisthenics um, you know sit-ups push-ups stuff like that uh, flexibility tests you know I'm not a big fan of it, but there's a device called a, a goniometer. Um, I, I, like I said, I, it's not something that I uh, favor too much. Um, I like the uh, the indirect measurements, you know, the shoulder flexion, hyperextension of the back, the sit and reach, um, you know, tests like that. Um, and the muscle imbalances, you know, honestly, functional movement screens are probably one of the most useful useful assessments that that we can do in terms of 
muscle balance or muscle imbalance. Postural assessments um, tend to be slightly objective if you're uh, not set up with the right equipment to be able to pull those off, but um, very few uh, fitness practitioners, I suppose I'll say, um, actually do postural assessments. Um, most professionals that I've met over the years end up doing functional movement screens if they do any type of uh, muscle balance or muscle imbalance assessment to begin with. Most of us end up using muscular strength and endurance and flexibility assessments when it comes to muscular skeletal assessments. So uh, curious to hear what everybody's questions are regarding this. Uh, Again, I appreciate you tuning in and listening. Um, Again, if you always If you have any questions, as always, uh, make sure you reach out to me. Um, And again, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.